Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's time for the latest on the Brewers, Bucks, and Packers with the Fan Afternoon Show on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. It's the Fan Afternoon Show, live from the Lakeland University Studios, now offering co-op credit for experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. I'm Stephanie Sutton from WISN 12, along with AR, Adam Roberts. I know you probably get this a lot, and Mm -hmm. you should because you work in television. Mm -hmm. As someone who has done a little television myself, your TV voice is very good. What? And I know you know this. I know you've probably heard it a lot. I have never heard that. I've got oh. like a scony voice going on sometimes. Really? Well, you know, and here's the deal. Like I told you, I started off in the South, then I went to San Francisco, and then I eventually came back here 19 years ago. Um, they used to make fun of me, definitely in the Bay Area. I'd be like, you know, let's go to Chicago. <laughs> so you're trying not to sound so scony. I guess does that make sense? Sure. You want to talk more, more well, normal? Well, here, here. I'm me, I'm flattered you're even saying well, that. Well, here, let you me. Have a very soothing voice, Ar. Well, I was. Ref- do you know the show Parks and Recreation? I do. The first month I worked here, someone called in to, I think I was doing the show with Bart. Okay. And someone said, that new producer you got working for you, he sounds like that guy August Clementine, I think's <laughs> his name from a, the Parks and Rec show. I don't know. And I'm like, well, thank you very much. Well, I, I, that's a compliment, I think. August Clementine. <laughs> is that what he really sounds like? Yeah, I think that is. I don't watch the show very much, but- uh, I, I guess I kind of saw it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's, it's uh, fine yeah no you just don't want to sound so scony I think even in Wisconsin uh, but they did used to mock my let's go to Chicago or you know if I ever said Wisconsin again well, when I was in other parts of the country well it's funny uh, I played the hello Milwaukee sound to welcome you to yeah, 1250 yeah. Love, it, love it I also found this clip that I actually remember watching from when the Bucks were taking on the Raptors Back, uh, I think this was 2019, and I think you probably will remember this one. We are now in this exclusive neighborhood in Toronto where Drake is building his new multi-million dollar mansion to see if the man himself will comment. Hey, Drake! 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 
Is that how it ends? Oh my god! I'm like, well, sorry. then then you do the uh, live shot cut after that, but <laughs> that was the meat and potatoes of it. Um, so let me talk talk about that a little bit. My Eastern Conference experience covering the Bucks back in 2019. Um, we actually drove to Toronto. So my news director at the time, and and at the time I thought it was a little crazy. We were driving. Everyone was. It's flying. a long drive. We but were just in Niagara Falls. That's where I proposed. So we took that okay, trip. Okay, so you know. Honestly, though, if you want to get out of the country, you want to go to cool, it's a 10-hour drive. And we're talking, we even had a stop in there. So if you can go, so if you leave at 5 a.m. Milwaukee time, you are in Toronto like four, you know, three or four there. I swear. You get an extra hour. You get an extra. I'm trying to figure out, you lose an hour maybe or what have you. But it's not a bad drive. So we get there. And the funny thing, you guys remember Drake during the Eastern Conference Finals. He was on, you know, right there on the sidelines and on the court side, just so annoying. And I do remember I have to give my photographer, my photojournalist, Hank Strong, some credit because it was the day off. It was between, you know, games. Um, We didn't go for game three. It was game four was that Tuesday. So it was, you know, that Wednesday after game four. And he wakes up. He goes, hey, guess where we're going today? I'm like, where? He's like, we're going to Drake's house. And if you you can remember, that was a huge deal at the time because he was a total kind of like, I don't know, a-hole. He was just such a pain in the butt courtside for obviously the Toronto Raptors and fans. And you saw him in the pictures of Drake and Giannis even like how how someone could get that close to other, you know, NBA players on the opposing team. I still am kind of, you know, I think there might be new rules. I even remember showing the rule card like you're not supposed to be like a disturbance or disruption like Drake was. Yet somehow during that series, he was allowed to do it. So, you know, my photojournalist Hank said, hey, we're going to his house. I'm like, wait, what? Because we had to come up with like almost like a creative fun fan piece. So we go to Drake's home. We find the home that he's building. It's a huge white home. What was weird to me is, um, you know, it kind of looked like the River Hills and the Elm Groves of the world. But it was sort of on the street that it was on. um, There were buses going through. Like it was kind of crazy that the suburbs of Toronto... Did you have, it reminded me of the Midwest a little bit. It really did. But then Drake's home was just right off, I don't want to say a main strip, but kind of like a busy street, which I was a little surprised by. But when I was doing that, I'm so embarrassed that you found it. But I will say that was That's really, my job. That was really fun. Uh, obviously, we were kind of hoping that he just might pull in, you know, because he had been going to the games. Why wouldn't he just happen to be home? But the house was still being built. This white, white man, you could probably even look it up. It was a beautiful white man. He probably sold it by now, too. But I also thought it was funny. The neighbors, I, I always point this out, this neighbor who had a huge Mongo, again, like River Hills type Elm Grove house, had dandelions all over the lawn. I'm like, you're that loaded and you can't pay a gardener? Like, I was just so confused. Well, this like, was in the this was the Eastern Conference Finals, wasn't it? Maybe yes. they were observing No Mo May. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they do that in Canada. <laughs> But you're so, right. See, okay, it so, was in May. It was in May. So here's my thing. And I told Dovey this a lot when we were up there because I've been to Canada a ton. I used to do construction work uh, with my dad in northern Ontario. So we would go to Canada oh, wow. all so the time. been there a lot. Okay. This was my first time in Niagara, though. So I was telling her when we were going through Detroit and you crossed the Ambassador Bridge yep. to go to Windsor, I said, so you're going to... when you, She'd never been to Canada before. So I told her, when we go to Canada, you're going to notice it's like America... But it feels like the dial has been turned back a few years because you're going to see like corporate logos that are like, wait, wasn't that the logo like 10 years ago? Yeah. Or it's like like Tim Hortons. That just sounds like something that would be equivalent to something in America, but tweaked a little bit. But it's everywhere up there. Right. And so I love a Tim Hortons. Oh, that's like uh, 
how do you say, what would you say around here? Like an upscale George Webb's? I can't describe it. Uh, a the champs, close, like a champs. Uh, and I got to dart around because we got sponsors, but it, it is very much a staple. If you can think of like a convenience store in the area that would be considered a staple, that's what Tim Hortons is. Yeah. It's sort of, a restaurant. I mean, I can say Starbucks because I don't know, a sponsor on the show, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. So it's like, it's like a, it's like a homier Starbucks. They, because I've never go to a Starbucks for a sandwich or a donut, right. but that's half the reason you go to Tim Hortons is to get the sandwiches or the donut or the Bieber bites, which we, they were marketing heavy when we were up there last month. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I did not have a Bieber bite. He missed out on Summerfest. He's not doing a lot since he had that face paralysis. Yep, yep the half paralysis. Or so they took these pictures for the promo shots for these Bieber bites before that happened. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe you had so much experience there. Well, do you also remember? Okay, yes. Yeah, so I did that fun story that we did at outside Drake's house. We also went to Greek Town while we were there. Okay. Because we wanted to get people's opinion. Obviously, if you really go to any major, like we could have probably done it in Boston for the Celtics, you know, when they played them too. There's going to be a Greek Town in almost any major city. And then, of course, they're, you know, who are they pulling for? Are they pulling for Giannis or are they pulling for the home team? Most of the most of the times, I think they, they want to see Giannis do well. But of course, like the Raptors fans wanted the Raptors to win. I, I know travel. We just heard from Adam McCalvey. Travel is so difficult right now. Mm-hmm. But if you guys could have done it at the station, it would have been cool to send a photog and someone to do a live shot from the Rise premiere on Giannis's home um, basketball court. Yeah, to Greece. I would have been like, sign me up for that gig. We tried to have uh, Harris Stavro from 24 Sports Greece. Yes, I know him. Yep. The Zoom call didn't work, unfortunately, okay. so we couldn't get him on. But he was at the event and was taking a ton of pictures. He seemed like he was having a great time. Oh, I'm sure he was. Pat Connaughton was there, right? Yep, Pat Obviously. Connaughton, Jordan Nuara, who technically is not a buck right now. He's not signed. Oh, that is weird, he, yeah. He's... He, he's Riffing with the guys, he's doing one-on-ones. Obviously, practicing. he wants to. He wants to sign with the Bucks. You can kind of tell. He wants to sign, but do they want to sign him? No, yeah. They just brought back Ibaka for a year, and that's a head scratcher. Everyone's confused by that a little bit. Although you need maybe depth. I don't know, but he barely played in the playoffs. I'm kind of confused by the move a little bit. There, there were some real head scratchers by the front office last year. Why was Boogie brought in if they were just going to let him go after about three or four weeks? It's so sad. Because I took my fiance to a Bucks game after we moved here, and her favorite player was is Bobby Portis. So he's here for the next four years. Yeah, we don't got to worry about that. He loves Milwaukee. Yep. But then she was like, "Who is this big guy in the headband? He's like lumbering down the floor, but he's got so much energy. I really like him. Oh, well, that's Boogie Cousins." And then that same night, they were playing. Coincidentally, the Raptors. That same night. While we were leaving Pfizer, I got the tweet that they had let him go. He's gone. He was yeah. he was still in the building, and they let him go. God, and I had mean. to tell. And I was like, Oh man, do I have to tell her now? Yeah, like, honey, um, business of the sport, man. Right, right. Don't become too attached again, unless maybe they they are Giannis. I mean, you figure like at least him and Bobby Portis seem to be they're going to be here for a few years. You would hope. You, well, I mean, that's what the contracts yeah. say, right? Yeah, that's what that's what the fine print says. But, but right, but they they always change, right? Look at KD. Always. If suddenly he's just like, what are they going to do with that here mess? Anymore. I mean, Katie, you can't, he can't come back. Why would he come back? You can't have a guy just said he wants to be traded. You can't, he's gone, right? But that, that whole team's a mess. How they are, I mean, they got swept in the first round of the playoffs. So in any other situation, that team's an absolute afterthought. Yeah. You don't even mention them after they get swept in the first round by the Celtics. But it's KD and it's Kyrie. So of course, we're going to continue to talk about that. Right. By the way, 
And we're going to get to our conversation here in a little bit on something completely different when it comes to hot dogs. But Brian Windhorst was on fire these last few days with his whole thing. The, the meme going on right now in NBA Twitter is his thing where he's on oh, yeah, uh, yeah, first yeah. take. And he's doing the, so they got rid of this guy. Why is that? What's going on here? I think there's something amok. And then the news comes out. And he's hailed as a prophet by NBA Twitter. And of course, you know, the finger pointing certainly helps. It is some mean. It's really funny. They, people use it for everything now. <laughs> See, just... like Sparky just walked out the door. So Sparky is leaving the building at 420, but he doesn't have anything going on until 7. Why is that? <laughs> What's at play here in Oak Creek that we don't know about? <laughs> Well, it is technically a holiday, too, isn't it, for some, is, some folks? Okay, is the 5th observed as a holiday if 4th of July happened on a Monday? Because I thought that was only if it was, if the 4th was on a Saturday or Sunday. I think Sunday. for some companies it does still. Oh. I think. I'm not positive. In fact, i got to look at my own company because I'm not sure for Hearst. I know the 4th is. And I don't. You kind of always cross your fingers. You want those 11 holidays throughout, you know. And now we have, well, Juneteenth is new in the mm-hmm, last two true. years. Um, so I don't know if we get the 5th or not. You know, what if I just put it down as a, well, no, that's holiday, right? Uh, but I'm off anyway, so it doesn't matter. But oh, you're here right I'm now. here. I'm here. Otherwise, I'd be, and you were bringing up memes. You brought up Drake. Um, You know, I'm in one of, like, literally in a meme, or at least the back of my head in my Channel 12 mic, where Drake's, like, totally pissed because we caught him after game five. So let me, remember I said we drove to Toronto for the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. So my news director had a stay. So we were there for game four. Did all that Drake stuff on that Wednesday. Well, game five was back here in Milwaukee. So we were in Jurassic Park when, and I tell you what, it was sort of a mixed feeling. It was weird being in, you know, because the Raptors kind of came back in that game. I mean, the Bucks were in, the, you know, was sort of back and forth and they came back and they won. Well, Drake came to Jurassic Park and he was sitting on the stage watching the whole thing. And then the Bucks lost. Toronto wins. So that was, again, that was game five. And then Drake comes to the reporters. And I remember I, I, they were having me go live and I literally like my producers in my ear and I see him come off stage and I just book, I book to where Drake is. Everyone swarms around me. And then I will say this like blonde reporter from Canada. She of course is smarter than I, they get the video. She tweets it out right away, like 2 million views or whatever. And I'm still like <laughs> trying to, you know, I got my live shot. I'm talking about Drake on She's camera. got what we call news sense. Uh, yes. This, yeah, 20-something gal had news sense and was able to tweet it out right away. You could probably even look it up. And he, that's where he's ranting. He's just ranting why they're so great and they're the blah, blah, blah. I can't even remember what he said. But And there uh, you were. Uh, and you look at the meme. You can see there's a point, but you see definitely the Channel 12 mic flag. That's me holding it. And he's just like so pissed looking at me. <laughs> And I don't know if he know he's pissed at me. He's just pissed at like the whole fact. Like you guys said we stunk, but we didn't stink. And you know we all know what happened with the rest of that series too. Because then game six, the Bucks lost and they lost the series. Sad. It was sad. Okay, so here we go. If you want to call in, it's four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Again, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty at Twitter at twelve fifty a.m. the fan. Again, Twitter at a twelve fifty a.m. the fan. You're gonna. Come back. You're going to join me, AR, and Bart Winkler is coming up in this hour as well. Yeah, in a few minutes. And uh, before we get to that, we do. I do want to talk about Joey and all of that going on at uh, Coney Island yesterday. Joey Chestnut. Mr. Hot Dogs. Mr. Glizzies, as the kids say. <laughs> 
And uh, before we do that, though, another reminder that this hour of the Fan Afternoon Show is brought to you by Pfizer. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. 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 There you go. Eligible. This <laughs> message is brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer and a Blabbermouth AR. I do enjoy your choice of music, AR. We just switched these beds up not that long ago. They wanted a more 90s playlist, I think, for our shows. Really? So 90s. you're hearing a lot of Smashing Pumpkins. You hear Stone Temple Pilots. You'll hear Alanis Morissette, or as Gary Ellerson on The Big Show calls her, Atlanta Morissette. I always <laughs> give him grief when he does that. Hey, well, well it's the fan. At- Atlanta Morissette is coming to Milwaukee with Garbage later oh, this she- summer. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that a concert you would attend? Oh, I would be there. I might be one of the only guys at the show. Do you know who I want to see on Thursday? Who do I want to see at Summerfest? Uh, Only but goody. Main stage. I should have the schedule in front of me. I don't even know who it is. One of his songs is Maggie Mae. Oh, is that Rod Stewart? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, my sister. I can't believe he's still touring. I Well, good for him, and I'm sure he sounds fantastic, and I would love to to see him. All right, speaking of uh, legends, uh, we're going to go in a completely different direction, even though, you know, it's sort of sports related because I think I would show this to my sports. I haven't worked on a 4th of July in a couple years, but uh, Joey Chestnut, Coney Island, hot dog eating champion. He's now won 15 of the last 16 years. I can't believe he even lost one year. And he did it again yesterday. And let's cue up that sound. Right, A.R.? Esper trying to maybe stay within 20, which is probably a victory in itself for him. He'll have pizza and shortcake in his future to scarf down. But for now, George takes us home with Joey Chestnut. Holds in that last one. The final dogs get counted up. Wash it down. Joey Chestnut unofficially. 63 hot dogs and bun. A winner by 20. Title number 15. That audio courtesy of ESPN. And Stephanie, I think he would have had more hot dogs had someone not came on and tried to do a little protest mid-contest. Yes. So explain that a little bit. I, I, I more heard about it than I than I saw it. Did you see the protester come up? I did. So I was so when I was doing the big show yesterday, okay. I had the hot dog eating contest on while I was doing the show so I could watch in the background. I missed that completely because it happened, I think, midway through about the four or five minute mark. I completely missed it, but seeing it afterwards, I mean, the guy was, there was like Smithfield, something to do with the chicken farm or something like that. Like It kind of reminded me a little bit of those people who protested all those Minnesota Timberwolves games okay. these last few months. And then he sees the guy and he, go to sleep. Yeah, go like a sleep. sleeper hold. That's what I was told. I got to see this. Um, That's kind of crazy. So he took the time in the middle of his hot dog eating contest to Wait, choke a guy out, throw almost, him down, and then honest, get right back to his business. It sounds a little staged, the way we're describing this. We're so cynical. It Everything sounds, is like a stage. How did the guy get that far up there? How did he get near well, any of the contestants in the middle of the most famous hot dog eating contest in the world? Well, I'll say this. I'm, I, for a long time, was really into wrestling, and I actually used to work for a wrestling company. I did play-by-play out in lacrosse. And I know it's very easy for fans when you're that close to the action to find your way up. You remember, um, I'm dating myself a little bit with this movie, Forrest Gump, 1994, when he was at the Vietnam protest. Yes. Doing the talking about the war. And then there was that guy kind of 
shuffling back and then right. he cuts all the cords like how was that person able to just get up real close to the audio right and cut them off by the way producers worst nightmare having something like that happen. oh for sure like whoa what's happening what's going on you know something about these hot dog eating contests stephanie that i really enjoy is george shea not to be confused or related to tim shea producer on the morning show this week with bart also a canadian I just found out in the last couple of weeks. This is a very Canadian-themed show, but yes. Uh-huh. We love our listeners. Ricardo, if you're listening in Canada, you need to call the big show more often. We have a caller, Ricardo, in Canada. That's he doesn't nice. call a lot, but he listens on the Odyssey app, so he calls when he can. Okay. But uh, George Shea is one of the best on the microphone, and as someone who enjoys wrestling, I can respect that. Listen to this audio. This is just him previewing the contest. He's not like introducing Joey Chestnut, although I have that audio. I don't uh, think we'll have time to play it. Can you play that? That is unbelievable. The do, introduction. Do, which one do you want? The, the intro to the event or to Joey? I right, do the one you were going to do, but I want the intro to Joey. That one. Well, we'll, I, do, we'll do that one. Okay. We'll do that okay. one. It is about two minutes, and I know we've got Bart waiting on hold right now, so we'll get to you in a minute, buddy. But uh, all right, I will do what the host wants. That is my job. Here is George Shea, announcer for Nathan's, welcoming Joey Chestnut not really to the stage, but to his high-riser platform they had him on. Uh, again, the audio courtesy of ESPN. There will be a day that is the end. The collapse of time and all that stood within it. A day of nothing, of no one, of nowhere. But that day is not today. Today, we burn bright. Today, we blind the earth with our desire. And while it is still ours, we will bend history to witness this moment, to witness this man. The humble consequence of carbon, the fleeting spray of life turned diamond by the sun forever suspended in that instant, indifferent to the gods, for he does not envy their power. He will not plead their pardon. He will curse and spit and sneer and shout his name at the heavens. I am the shining ark of humanity. Yield to my dominion. And if we must compete for our place within existence. We submit as our champion, the champion of the world, of now and of always, of the air, of the fire, of the sea, of the land, of the free! Ladies and gentlemen, the Nathan's famous 4th of July champion of the world, Joey Chestnut! One of the greatest intros of all time, really. That took so much, I have to think. That's a two-minute long cut. <laughs> Unbelievable. And Joey didn't disappoint. Mm-mm. 63 hot dogs, not quite as many as Could other years. Could have been more years. without the protester. Mm-hmm. And also, before we get to Bart Winkler, I do want to say also, shout out to Miki Suko in the female division. She put down 40 hot dogs herself. Oh, my gosh. She is one, prior to... Uh, yesterday, she was a seven-time defending champion, so she's no slouch herself, so now she has eight. 
Wow. Eight-time champion. She also apparently has eaten eight and a half pounds of kimchi, which if you don't, if you've never had kimchi before, I'm sorry, I, I highly know recommend what that it. Is. What is kimchi? Kimchi is basically a fermented Korean vegetable that goes on like all different kinds of dishes in Korea. I think it's actually the national dish of the country. Huh. We use it a lot when we make ramen. We'll put some kimchi in our ramen. So okay. she ate eight and a half pounds of that and something like a hundred plus raw, har- or not raw, that would kill a person, a <laughs> hundred plus hard boiled eggs. Whoa. So yeah. I could do like olives. Olives? Like an olive eating contest. I could do that. Ooh, ooh like, like blue cheese stuffed olives or garlic stuffed olives. That would be fun. See, we're putting together charcuterie boards for the wedding, so I might have to come to Are you. Are you for really? Some ideas. Oh, I love yeah. charcuterie we're gonna boards. We're going to do, we're mm. probably doing, uh, we're not going to do a meal necessarily for our wedding reception. Okay. She wants to do a bunch of different appetizers. Appetizers, sure. And uh, she's been looking at a lot of different charcuterie boards. So each boards. table would like have a charcuterie board on it? Probably. Dude, that's really cool. It's I also like going to be idea. really expensive. Yeah. No, you got to get your breeze. You got to get your different type of cheeses. You got to have your grapes. You got to have those little like salami slices with like pepper around it. Personally, I want the tomato bruschetta. Ooh. bruschetta. That's a fancy. Mm-hmm. I might have to crash this wedding and just have some. Well, it's going to be, <laughs> it's probably going to be in Milwaukee, so you won't be too far okay, away. Good to, good to know. Good to know. Hey, well, you are AR. I'm Stephanie Sutton, and coming up, I can't do it like Joey Chestnut, the one, the only, Bart Winkler. Stay tuned. It's the Fan Afternoon Show, live from the Lakeland University Studios, now offering a co-op credit for experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. I'm Stephanie Sutton from WIS and 12 TV here in Milwaukee, and Adam Roberts, AR, is our executive producer this afternoon. And we were just talking about Joey Chestnut and legends, well, also another legend, of WSSP Radio joins us now, Bart Winkler. Oh, okay. I have two things to say right off the bat. Oh, no. Three. Three. One, um, excuse, four, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Get your number right. <clears throat> so, one was excuse me. Two was, <laughs> hey, Stephanie. Hi. Three was, I heard you segue Legends before into Joey Chestnut, and I was disappointed you didn't do that for me, but now you did. Thank you. You're welcome. And then four is, Adam said he's dating himself with a Forrest Gump reference? How, you're, that came out who, when who, I was one. Who do you think one. your audience is? It teenagers? came out when I was one. You said I'm dating myself and then it referenced was 1994. a movie that from was 94? 20, that was almost 30 years ago, Bart. No, that'd be like, you'd say, I'm dating myself here. Has anyone ever seen Casablanca? That's Casablanca, dating yourself. But, okay. <laughs> You're talking but, about Forrest Gump. But how do you remember Forrest Gump too? Like seriously, like you said, you were one when it came out, so you don't obviously remember it until 2000 at least, correct? My mom has it on VHS and it's on TV all the time. And you learn about American history that way, don't you? Watching that movie. I no, I learned about American history by reading ahead in my St. Mary Springs High School history classes while they were all reading about, you know, the monolithic era and how the wheel was made. I was reading about World War One. You're right, St. Mary Springs. We they, they they do pretty well in football, don't they? Bob Hyland, that's right. Yep. Yeah, mm. spring sucks. Don't get me started on this. Oh, where did I'm you? I'm clipping that. Bart, where'd you go to? What is your deal? Why are you so? I went grumpy? to I went to Fond du Lac, but the public school. Oh yeah, me too. I'm public school. What is my way. deal? <laughs> what is your deal? Why are you so cranky? No, uh, I know you have. How, wait, how many kids do you have again? One little baby who's almost three. So one. Are you one and done? Have we discussed this before? I don't think so. I am totally one and done. Oh, really? 
Is your wife one and done? Does she she wants more, doesn't she? Um, I was gonna make a joke there. I'm guessing is your wife in her thirties? No. Twenties? No, wrong way. Forties. Yes. Then you might be one and done. Maybe. No, we are. We're one and done. The plan was done and done. And then we had one. And he's so perfect. How you know all these all these all you people with multiple kids. How yeah. do you do it? I, I don't even know. I have no idea. I have no idea how I survived. I will say in this business, in television, I, I moved back home because a lot of people, especially for, for women, how do, they, how do they do it? Uh, if my mom's not here and my husband, I met it in television, they know my crazy hours. They know that that's the only way this happens. And now I've got two teenagers. They could give a rat's patooey when I work. They really don't care. I mean, they got their own friends. They don't care what I'm doing. It's the little one. It's the little one that I'm worried about. My little nine-year-old. How how old is your oldest? All right, so I have a 17-year-old daughter, and I don't know okay. if AR even knows this. She's six foot one. I have a 14-year-old eighth grader who's six foot three, and they're both really skinny. And then I have a nine-year-old who's kind of tall too. I'm five seven. My husband's six two. So everyone's like, where where does all this height come from? And we don't know. Man, we don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, so. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ukulele speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details you know when you have a when you have a child of your own i'm sure i'm not breaking news to anyone that's got kids but then you put into perspective your own relationship with your parents as well right you right. start to see the world like through a parent's eyes and then Things make sense a little more. I, and, you know, I talked to my a very good relationship with my parents. My dad comes on the show. You know, that we very, very strong relationship with my mom and dad. Happily married, 40 years they're celebrating. Wonderful. And I'm like, you know, but sometimes I won't talk to them for a few days, maybe a week, week plus. And I can't imagine being with this little kid that I'm with, with them every day. And then someday I might there might just be like a week I don't talk to him that like makes me sad. Um, Bart, it's gonna happen sooner than later. So my little son, my son who's not little anymore, I mean we're talking snuggle buggle, snuggle buggle, and then about age six, fifth, sixth grade, he turns, he turns, they turn on, they don't want anything to do with you. Like ew, get away. Oh, man. Everything you say is stupid. Yeah, 
No, like, so hug and squeeze that little boy. You're good until at least he's 10. <laughs> and then they get with their little friends and, you know, their junior high friends and what have you. And then and then forget it. You know, I mean, he I mean, he'll hug me like he went to camp. He went to Camp Minicani a couple of weeks ago. He did hug me goodbye. And he hugged me, hugged me when he saw me, but felt felt a little forced. You Snow know? Camp Winnegator. Uh, camp Winner, don't you mind. He just He just hugged me. When I went upstairs to to go on the phone right now. Well, that's what I mean. They're so cute. I mean, I used to come home from work, and they used to run to me. Run to me. You know who runs yes, to me now? Yes, he ran to me today. My, yes. My dog. My dog. That is it. Not even the nine-year-old. She's on the computer playing some video game. Who knows? They, no, no. My dog runs to me. That's it. So snuggle, squeeze. That's my advice for any parent out there with little ones, because they will, at some point, want nothing to do with you. <laughs> it's so Man. weird. Well, that is very sad. I'm sorry. Well, okay, Bart, here's a question. Uh, tell Stephanie a bit about your plan with your kid and his first baseball game. Oh. Oh, well, uh, hmm. So I wanted, I've taken him to a game this weekend on Saturday with my wife and I. We're gonna, it's going to be his first game, and we've never been to a Brewer game. So Nice. You know, I think that obviously we're not going to sit down and watch and keep book. Like He will be overwhelmed. And I'm going to take them to the little play areas and stuff. First base side. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to like, I, I don't want, I didn't want to spend a lot on a ticket because we're not really going to sit. We're not really going to sit anywhere. You know, I don't think we're going to be watching a lot of the game. So there's a promotion this week that they're doing. So it's like a little kid promotion. I don't want to say because they're in the car and I don't know if now he's listening. So there's a little promotion and so we're going to sit in the 400s. I bought really cheap tickets to get the promotion sit in the 400s. And then once we're in the game, I'm going to see what tickets are still being sold for in the lowest level. And I'm going to buy one. And then I'm going to go down to that seat and show the usher while I screenshot it to my wife so she can go down with him. So I'm going to like scam our way down to the lower level. No, I guess I could I just gotcha. walk down. If you walk down to the lower level with, your hands full of food. That's usually they just kind of let you go. That's good. That's a don't good you trick. have a credential? Yeah, but I, I that'll can't. get you. That'll get you any. No, no, but that'll get you down. Here. They're not gonna stop, especially if it's not like a crowded game. I don't think they're gonna stop. But you. if I'm walking with my kid, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like abusing the credential. Um, I'm very sacred to the credential. So you won't abuse the credential, but you'll scam your way. <laughs> yes, down. I won't abuse the credential with respect to the business. But I will scam the hell out of the brewers if they're trying to make money off me. Got it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, your son, you said, is three? He's going to turn three next month. Oh, man. He's going to watch, like, maybe a little bit. He's going he's gonna to love the first base side. He won't, he won't want anything to do with the game. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be up and about, and we'll take him to this little store, and we'll take him on the, you know, the slide, and we'll show him some of the game. I just... Because he's this, he's never been in a place that's this big before, you know. I mean, how can you be? It's a very there's thirty thousand people there, big place. Does he watch on TV yet? He uh, he watches a little bit. He knows what sports are. He knows what sport is what. We did set up a tee in the backyard this weekend, and he was surprisingly good at it. Uh, coming from my genes, he doesn't like sit down and watch a full game with me, but he knows. Right. He can recognize Giannis. He recognizes the Packers. I gave him a lot of my toys, not to date myself from, but from the '90s. <laughs> but I stop. gave him a lot of my toys. You need so to stop. <laughs> the, the the people he knows are like, 
Brett Favre and Reggie White and Barry Sanders and Dan Marino. He doesn't know Aaron Rodgers or uh, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady. He knows all the guys from the 90s because of the toys I gave him. Huh. That is actually so kind of that's, that's where we're at right now. I'm not forcing him to like sports. I am giving him every, like, you know, like uh, bumpers in bowling. The the gutters are not there. They are – it's bumper bowling for him. I'm trying to narrow his path down so he does like it. If he wants. If he wants. I like the bumper bowling. That is fun for kids. That's a good thing. Um, hey, you know, we did ask the sports question because we brought up Victor Carantini and his walk-off home run on July 4th. We brought up Bill Hall on Mother's Day. Um, Aaron Rodgers passing Brett Favre on Christmas Day for touchdowns this past year. Is there a sports moment on a holiday throughout your life that stands out in your mind? I actually liked when the 76ers beat the Bucks on Christmas Day because they celebrated it like they had won the NBA championship, and then they haven't been out of the second round since, and the Bucks won a title. So that's what I like. I'm a sports fan, Stephanie, that I don't like winning as much as I enjoy watching other people lose. <laughs> so that's my that's my that's my legit answer. You really don't like the winning? Come on. Well, I like the winning, but but the winning's my baseline. Okay. Like there was no way I was gonna root for the Celtics in the finals. I never root for the team that beats us. I don't think it's an achievement. I I, I just despise losing. And so I root, I root, I don't root, like I'm not rooting for the Brewers to win tonight. I'm rooting for the Cubs to lose. That's where I'm at. Okay. You kind of twist it there a little bit. And I would say too with the Celtics, I mean, with all the Milwaukee connections, how did, how did you not sort of root for the Warriors a little bit, even though they've won so many titles and, you know, how many years, but I like all the Milwaukee connections there. So I'm glad they won. I think that's And great. they keep adding them. Right. I mean, they, right. they won't stop. Right. And I love, the, yeah, I love, right. Correct. And I love that Jordan Poole's there. And then what Patrick Baldwin might be, you know, part of a championship run next year. You, you never know. Although the Bucks might stop that, right? Um, all right. So we're going to stay tuned. AR is looking at me. We got to go to break, Bart. And then we have what coming up? I don't even know what we're doing. Sports? <laughs> sports what? This is our wonderfully featured segment every single weekday afternoon. Our night's gourmet popcorn. And I've got a treat again for you. When we uh, roll into this segment, it is draft mockery done every day here on the Fan Afternoon Show. And uh, I'll run through kind of the rundown with you on air when we come back. It's the Fan Afternoon Show live from the Lakeland University Studios, now offering co-op credit for experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. I'm Stephanie Sutton from TV here in Milwaukee. And Adam Roberts, our executive producer, AR. You're like Aaron Rod. You're the Aaron Rodgers of WSSP. That's a little too ingracious, but thank you. you kind of look like, I mean, you could you could be his son, maybe. Well, what is he, 10 years older than you? I have no idea. All right. Well, speaking of old, Bart Winkler joins us again, <laughs> right? Just kidding. Rodgers and I are the same age. Are you really? You're still. They're the you same ma- age. Hold and- on, hold on. You married an older woman? Of course I did. Good for you. Same with my husband. Although I'm only 10 months older than him, and we were born the same year. So he'll joke and be like, oh, you're my cougar. I'm like, I don't think you're that. That's not a cougar if you're born the same year. Now, you and no, your... No, I'm like, we're like in the four-year zone. That's a cougar. Good yeah. for you and good for her. I like that. 
Good stuff. Okay, so what are we doing? What the heck are we doing? Can I swear? I want to say something more. What are, what are we doing here? Let's keep it PG for the friends and fine folks here at Odyssey. Uh, well, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to actually hear from Bart again, but he's not going to be talking to us. He's going to be singing. Come on now and try to understand the way this popcorn feels in my hand. Take a scoop and put it in your mouth and eat some now. Yes, eat some now. Yes, eat some now. Ow, 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 ow. Go! When was that? Oh, it's not done. You have some nights, gourmet popcorn. Try that nights, gourmet popcorn. Cherry sweet corn or Milwaukee mix. You gotta have nights gourmet popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? That's our intro. That was me. That wasn't right now, obviously. That would be no, amazing. I, was, that, that I was did live. that one time, and they've been using it as the theme song for five months for this segment without my written consent. I might add. Can I say I'm impressed with your voice? Like, yeah, it's quite, got, it's sneaky good. Thank you. You got a very good, yeah. You got a good tune. You carry a good tune. I, I, I yeah. did not see that coming out of Bart Winkler. Well, I'm look impressed. At that. Yeah. Something, yeah. So you play that every day at this time for this game. Draft Mockery, that's Draft right. Draft Mockery. Brought to you by our friends at Night's Gourmet Popcorn. Mention the fan to receive 50% off your order at Night's Gourmet Popcorn in Milwaukee for all those fine flavors that Bart Winkler mentioned. Okay, so I will take a little bit of a roll here and tell you kind of how this works. Now, granted, this is not my baby, Draft Mockery. This is Sam, who is the normal producer on this afternoon show. This is his baby. But I am trying to do the best I can to keep the uh, well-meaning tradition of draft mockery rolling along. So how this is going to work, we have our topic for the day, best lawn games. And what we're going to do is there are three of us, you, Bart, myself. Mm -hmm. We're going to do four rounds. We're each going to pick our favorite lawn game or something we think is the best lawn game because you're trying to appeal to our listeners on uh, our Twitter voters at 1250 AM The Fan. And we're going to go through four rounds. You'll make a pick each round, and then I will uh, type out the answers, and we'll go to Twitter and let the voters decide who they think has the best list of the best lawn games. Okay. So uh, now, ladies first, right? Yes, we will do guests first, ladies first. So you will go first. You will pick first. Bart is also the esteemed guest for this show, so he will pick second, and then I will pick third, and then we'll do that four times. And we'll get our lists and we'll go from there. So, again, we're looking for the best lawn games. And I should also update the standings because we do keep track of records and standings on this as well. Uh, So far in the third season of Draft Mockery, Sam, the producer, has six wins. And uh, there is a five-way tie for first place, right, or second place, rather, uh, Evan Heffelfinger, Tim Shea, Tim Allen, host of the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Mm -hmm. postgame show, Kevin Holden, CBS 58, and myself, all with one win in season three. Okay. Are, are we? Are we? Are we all right? 
Do we kind of uh, feel I'm just how afraid we're doing? I'm going to run, but by the third round, I'm going to be like, "Ooh, I'm on a well, dra- don't worry, I'm on it a happens. It happens. Bart can attest. It does happen from time to time, and you're just grasping for straws. Right, right, right. Straws. That could be a game. Straws. <laughs> Is that your first pick? No, that's not my first pick. So can I do the most obvious one? And I'm going to go right take ahead. It. You've got the and first I'm pick. And I'm going to do a slash cornhole slash bags. That's a that was the one I thought was going to go first. Bart. Well, I need a prompt. Prompt me. Bart Winkler, what is your first draft selection? Okay, I'm going to take washers. Are we all familiar with washers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big in Sheboygan. Okay. Washers. All right, so Stephanie goes cornhole slash bags. Mm -hmm. Bart washers. I am going to do horseshoes. Ooh. It's a good one. You don't horseshoes. see a lot of horseshoes played, but it is a classic, and there are still horseshoe pits set up in certain parks, so I'm going to do horseshoes. So we are through one round, and now we go back to Stephanie. I'm going to do croquet. Another Ooh. good one. Again, another one, though, that you don't see a whole lot of played a lot anymore, but it, but you see a croquet mallet, you see the brackets and the balls, you immediately know it's croquet. Right. And also that you have maybe an exorbitant amount of money. Bart, <laughs> you're, you're your rich. second pick. I would like to select bocce ball. Mm. Ooh. You know, we found a bocce ball in our backyard when we moved in, just randomly buried amongst a pile of garbage. No, there are no there are no random bocce balls. That was someone's game that you interrupted if you moved it. But there was no one there. That's what they want you to think. Well, there is an old barn house behind our place. There could be some secret spirits playing bocce yeah, ball, it's I like guess. You, you pick up a bocce ball in the wild, it's like picking up a golf ball in the middle of the fairway, Roberts. <laughs> this from the esteemed golfer, Bart Winkler. I will make sure to take all of that into uh, consideration next time I pick Thank up you. a bocce ball that I see in the park randomly. All right. Yeah, uh, never do it. Second pick for me. I mentioned this on the big show today. Uh, I'm going to go lawn darts. Lawn darts is good. Wait, what's the one we're not supposed to mention? Because there's a naughty word and <laughs> has something to do with the ladder. It's I, I, I'm going to be giving you an answer, basically, by saying ladder toss. Do you want to take ladder toss? <sighs> no, she can only take ladder toss if she calls it testy toss. <laughs> Got to say it by its right name. Uh, yeah, I can't. All right, so obviously <laughs> Bart can say the naughty word. I cannot. Um... It is not literally. I'm not saying testy to ladder toss. Ladder toss. Let's please just let's please just say ladder toss. All right. I like that everyone knows it as testy toss, but then like when they sell it in the stores, it's like ladder ball. <laughs> it's like well, okay, all right. We we know what, we know what this is. All right, Bart. Your third selection for best lawn games. Okay, I'm taking beer darts. Okay. Do I have to enlighten anyone on beer darts? Well, I think for those that don't know, I know how it's played, but feel free. So you sit in a circle, mm-hmm. and everybody puts a beer right in front of them where they're sitting down on their chair. You put it on the ground, and you throw metal tip darts at the beer to puncture it. And then you have to drink up to where it where it got punctured. If it hits the top, you got to drink the whole thing. Now, I have not played beer darts where at least one person's had to go get a tetanus shot after the weekend. So it is a risky game, but beer darts. 
All right, so for my third selection, uh, let's see. Ooh, I got a good one. One that you see at every outdoor like gathering place and anytime there's like a big corporate event, this one always seems to find its way out. I'm going to do Giant Jenga. Oh, you took one of mine. Stop. That's the way this game goes. I almost said it before the ladder, but I didn't. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to hold off Giant Jenga. No one's going to say Giant Jenga. All right, got to go to the big board now. We're in our final round, three picks remaining in the best lawn games draft mock. I'm going to do like a paddle racket. Pickleball? Not. Is that what you would call pickleball? I would. Is that is that a lawn game? Um, I've seen it played on a lawn before. But I mean, like paddles. You know how people are just even like with the paddle back and forth. Should we say paddleball? Yeah, maybe paddleball. Okay. Paddle ball, and that completes your board. Bart, your final pick. I think I'm going to take, like, supersized beer pong. Okay. Beer pong XL. Well, we'll call it supersized beer pong. Yeah, I didn't draft beer pong XL. I drafted supersized beer pong. All right, all right. All right. Very I was going to take kick the can, but I'll leave that for you. All right. Well, I am my final pick is actually not going to be kick the can, but it is going to involve cans. Another game that uh, maybe people of a certain college age are familiar with. I'm going to go slam can for my final selection. Slam can. Slam can. <laughs> I don't need to date myself. Uh, what? What is that? Is that the phrase du jour? I don't mean to date myself, yeah. but uh, so slam can <laughs> is a game played with two garbage cans. It's usually teams of two, and you need a Frisbee. So you are trying to throw the Frisbee, and you either want to hit any part of the garbage can, or you're trying to get the Frisbee to land in the garbage can, and then your teammate can, if the if the Frisbee is like kind of hovering right above it, right. you can slam it with your hand, and then there's different house rules, I guess, for you take a drink if you get it slammed in the can. Or It's a frat house game is what you're saying. Yes. All right. All right. That well, sounds th- like a game for inbreds. <laughs> this or- is falling off the rails very fast. <laughs> or that. Welcome to the fans, Stephanie. We're glad to yeah, have you. Yeah, well, I... I- expect nothing no, less. No, I'm trying to bar- I'm trying to keep it on the rails. Roberts with all his barnyard hick games. <laughs> hey, we went to college in the same town, man. We grew up in the same town. If you're calling me a hick from somewhere, you're referring to yourself too, you know. I I know. Look at me. I know. He Listen did, to me. Yeah. You did say you I'm admired him, I think a little bit. Like career-wise, and you did follow him. We did say AR is kind of a stalker. Yeah, Stop. Following kind of a me. stalker. You, what did I do to you deserve doing? this? I've been working for 11 hours today. Come on. Have you really? You know what? You gay Stephanie. Guess what I had at my wedding? Charcuterie board. (laughs) I love the charcuterie board. Should I just like get plastic surgery to make myself look like Coach Budenholzer and then show up one day and do a little side by side? Is that what they are? Yeah, I look like like the mashup of Joe Ingalls and Mike Budenholzer at a baby. (laughs) That's what I look like. Huh. Guess who um, people say I've looked like? And you know Ooh. what? AR's not going to know. You might not even know who she is because she's older than me. Mariel Hemingway, I've been told. I think it's the blonde hair and the eyebrows. I don't know. Oh, of, of, yes, of course. Yes. I know her. I think ah. she's, she's mm-hmm. kind of a little weird looking. So when people have said that, I'm like, oh, 
Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> How nice. Yeah. Well, that concludes this edition of Draft Mockery. I will have the draft boards up for you to vote at 1250 AM The Fan momentarily. Running through our selections one more time before we say goodbye to Bart for the evening. Stephanie, you chose for best lawn games what I think will win the whole thing, cornhole too, slash bags. <laughs> Croquet, another very strong selection. Ladder toss. Mitch, I'm calling it ladder toss, and paddle ball. Bart, your selections are washers, bocce ball, beer darts, and supersized beer pong. He was very specific. And my only because testy toss was off the board. <laughs> and my four picks: horseshoes, lawn darts, giant Jenga, which I think could be a sleeper in the third round, and slam can. Again, those will be available for you to vote at. 12:50 a.m. The fan on Twitter. In How just long a do bit. they have uh, to vote for? We it. usually do a day, so you'll you might go over the. So if next I retweet round it, go hey. Yeah, you can try to slant help, the vote. Help, help my ass, or do you not do that? We're we not supposed no, to. No, that's that? fine. It's all fair and love and draft. Because I'm sure Bart has like 25,000 followers, and so. But half of them hate his guts, so you're oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no, I lose. I lost a lot this week. I <laughs> tweeted about stuff I shouldn't have. All right, fair enough. Wait, I'm dying to know. What did you tweet about? What did I miss? Oh, you know, women's rights, etc. Ooh, you know, yeah, let's not get... Yeah, trying let's... to make the world a better place. Okay, and nobody, okay. No one likes me for that, so... Well... Not a big deal. I appreciate your voice, Bart. I do. I appreciate you joining the show. Obviously, I'm filling in. This is pretty fun with AR, even though he's trying to date himself with Forrest Gump, which is, again, I, I'm with you. Yeah, I hate to date myself, but uh, Cars 2 I watched the other day. <laughs> I never asked for any of this. <laughs> Okay, you're watching. You're watching. Look at you're watching WISN 12 News. That's what I'm used to saying. <laughs> or you're watching Big 12 Sports Saturday. Okay, it's the fan afternoon. Thank you, Bar, for joining us. We'll be right back. Thank you. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.